back for episode 69 Bingo. of the Simply Home Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. I'm my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even occasional comic, then we've got the show for you. That's right. That is right. This week, uh, we're, we're kind of stupid. Mm. I mean, we're stupid every week. Yeah, I was going to say, well... <laughs> it's not particularly this week, but... We've been talking for like, I think the last three weeks that we had Barbie and Oppenheimer coming up. Yeah. We were off by a whole last month. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't come out on this past Friday. It came out on, <sighs> comes out on July 21st. Yes. So. Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. And so we call them the business a party foul. <laughs> Just a, we fumbled. But great recovery here. We get to actually talk about Extraction too, which yeah. was one that I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. but we just weren't sure where we were going to. Fit, it fit in. that in, but bingo. perfect opportunity. Here it asking is. you shall receive. So we're gonna be talking about extraction. We literally just watched it, mm-hmm. uh, so everything's still so yeah, fresh yeah, in my brain. So we brain. don't have a lot of like, you know, prepared notes or anything like that. It's gonna be pretty like. Here's what we thought coming out of the, not the theater, but that's how I the, always think. Out the dome, just right off the top. Mm-hmm. It shows. Yeah, um, <laughs> just unfiltered right through yeah, the top. All natural, baby. All natural. Uh, news, uh, nothing major in the news for me, uh, that I, that I saw. We can talk about the Titan. I don't want to. Mm, word. Let's move past it. I feel like everybody's, it's. Everyone and their it, mother knows it, about yeah, the Titan. It's not, if, if somebody listening to this is going, what are they talking about? They want the Titan. Then, yeah. It was the submarine that imploded. Good riddance. On the way. They could have been putting that money into somewhere else. And then the uh, fact no, that their stepson came out like, and said that they still went to the Blink-182 concert for a Kobe mechanism. Like, you could have gone to the Blink-182 concert for, you know, all we care. Even for the right. fact of, like, I bought the tickets. Like, we get it. The only one I feel bad for is the 19-year-old son that kind of was, like, guilt-tripped into going with his dad for Father's Day. Well, yeah. well my condolences to him. I do like that James Cameron came out and was like, these fucking noobs. I've been to the Titanic, like... 36 times and uh apparently they asked james cameron if he wanted to go if he wanted to be on that and he said no yeah well first of all like for james cameron that's just <laughs> i've been there yeah you know? no, james good. cameron did say that like he did the math and he's pretty certain he's spent more time quote unquote on the titanic mm-hmm. than the captain did <laughs> than the captain of the titanic yeah like that man's been to the bottom of the mariana trench which is like 27,000 meters down. Oh, they had like the drone thing, didn't they? No, no, no. I mean, he was in a sub oh, and wow. went to the bottom. And, you know, so he's like, because he tells the story about being down there and how like surreal it is if he's in the sub by himself because he didn't want anybody else to go with him because mm-hmm. the risk, right? Um, but that they'd done all the proper testing and all that and that this thing should be safe. But, you know, he's going down there, down there, down there, down there. You know, he said he gets to a certain point where he puts the spotlight on and you, know, you don't see anything, don't see anything. And then you see... The bottom. You start to see the bow or something or wherever see, it's at. Well, you start to see the bottom of the... Because he's in the Mariana Trench. It's the deepest point yeah. on Earth. And you see the you see the floor, mm-hmm. right? And he comes to a slow and just kind of... Like he said, didn't even kick up dust. You know, you just gently settle on the bottom. It's quiet. It's dark. It's this really strange, like, I am the most isolated that a human being can be. Mm-hmm. And then his wife comes on over the communications to like check in hey congrats like this is cool whatever right and he goes so that just goes to show you (laughs) 
no matter what, you'll, you'll never get away from your wife. You know, he's like, I am the most isolated man on earth. And by God, my wife got through to me, you know, he's like, let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> That's great. That's funny. But I mean, yeah. So he, people were like, I saw people on TikTok and Twitter being like, Oh, James Cameron. I didn't really, he was a fucking sub expert. He actually is yeah. like, he yeah. has designed and piloted several submersibles meant to go to depths well past the Titanic. Mm-hmm. So when he says that he thinks they were flaws and issues that he saw from the start. <laughs> or when they're showing the Jimmy rig of the, the, the off-brand PlayStation 2 controllers, how yeah. they're controlling it. Though apparently flag. that wasn't the most concerning thing. That's not uncommon for no, a I mean, submersible be to be use controlled like a joy- by... It's a joystick, essentially. Yeah, to be controlled so. by a controller of some kind. Do you see the photo of they found the a bunch controller. of the wreckage and you see the controller <laughs> the just controller sitting there? survived. My God. Oh my God. That was that thing out of? scary. That's, you know, well, they're gone. Oh yeah. You know, Cause yeah. Though like people were saying, I mean, if you have to go in that scenario, implosion was the way to go. Yeah, super quick. And it's immediate. Know, you don't even know it's happened. Yeah. They didn't even know what happened. They were just, Oh wow. This is so cool. And then you're just gone. That's like at like some Hank green actually was on TikTok. He He's a pretty big TikToker right now. Yeah. Um, and somebody had asked, like, basically, like, how do you even go about, um, I didn't want to talk about the Titan, and here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you go about retrieving the bodies in this scenario? And uh, Hank, Dude, Hank goes, so I'm going to use, he goes, I'm going to use a science, uh, like, expression here. And he goes, they are no longer, I forget how he phrased it, they're no longer biology, they're physio, or they're, they're chemistry, I think mm-hmm. was how he put it, where... There's not a body to find. No, he goes. You know, he's, he he did the science and talked about like how implosion actually works, and that it's basically an explosion directed inward from every perceivable point on mm-hmm. the submarine, pointed inwards at you know x amount of speeds or whatever. And he goes at that speed, basically, mm-hmm. the sub would be collapsed in on itself in like 0.25 milliseconds or whatever. whatever. You know, like pores are still open, you get just sucked out of. Well, and and, and yeah, and he said, you know, so basically. You blink, you know, it, it would happen faster than you could react to blink. That it's happening, I know. right? And he goes, and and there's no, he goes, you don't have cells that survive that. Mm-mm. You know, they're they were atomized, and so there's nothing to nothing to find. Uh, they're they're gone. Which, like I said, I guess that's the way you got to go in that situation. If you're gonna, instead of the alternative of what we thought was happening, which was they're trapped down there and they're gonna suffocate, that's horrifying. See the big thing that they think this whole thing's a conspiracy. Who's they? Which is like just tin foil heads. Oh, word. Yeah, but it makes a little bit of sense. But it does kind of dip into politics, so we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you and these goddamn fucking conspiracies. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful on the TikTok. It'll trick you into like, like you're susceptible to them. The government's putting water, <laughs> you, chemicals in the you're, water. You're a couple bad weeks of like loneliness and depression, and like things not going your way away from like either two, one of two things: ISIS. Or <laughs> believing the earth is flat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just get enough TikToks in your For You page and you're like, they're they're making some sense. Trying to flatten out my balls, you know, <laughs> trying to make them like the world. Yeah. They ain't round. <laughs> Jesus. So, so extraction. So we're going to talk about uh, fucking, that was distracting. We're talking about extraction today. Mm. In the news, nothing, like I said, nothing super serious, nothing mm. major. Mm. Uh, the Jonathan Majors. Well, yeah, he does have a court date mm-hmm. in August. Uh, Tanakh Huerta, who played um, 
Uh-huh. Namor. Oh, okay. Uh, he's had a sexual assault allegation put against him. Um, I don't know that there were charges or anything like that brought against him yet, but it does sound like he there was a Netflix series that he was supposed to be a part of or something like that, and he's exited that. So What the fuck? I don't know what it is about being a Marvel villain right now that makes you just a scumbag, but yeah. it, you know, if true, not good. <clears throat> yeah, not all actors are... Right, well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Is you know, actors are people, and if you know anything about people, there's a lot of bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a trailer for Craven, the yes. Hunter, yes. Uh, a Red Band trailer, so it shows mm-hmm. some some violence and some swearing, I think. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we got a trailer for Dumb Money, which is the documentary, or not documentary, but the like, <laughs> basically the uh, about the GameStop, like stocks and all that. Mm. Um, <laughs> So they're they're basically doing the big short, but yeah. with GameStop stocks, um, and it, I didn't get to watch it entirely because I got the notification like as we were sitting down here. But uh, that's one that I'm interested to keep an eye on. Uh, they were moving quick on that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of like, oh shit, we got to get the movie rights to this. <laughs> uh, and then we got a little bit of news about uh, Across the Spider Verse, apparently having more than one version out in theaters at the same time. Oh, I bet you I know why. No. No? No, no, no. Okay. And then last thing that I had really that was like major stuff. Uh, we did get a bit of information about Ghost of Tsushima, the, mm. the movie. Mm-hmm. And E3 for 2024 and 2025. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, if you're ready, we'll hop into it. Staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> E3's not dying, baby. Yeah. Do you want to start with E3? Sure. The, it's probably been canceled for 2024 and 2025. Oh. <laughs> according to the L.A. Tourism Board, uh, there's no final decision yet, according to the uh, ESA, which is the group that puts on E3. But uh, according to the fucking <laughs> L.A. Tourism Board of Commissioners, uh, at a meeting on June 21st, the board presented a packet with like all the updated information uh, surrounding the tourism business. Mm-hmm. And on page 21, a chart shows the city's convention sales for the fiscal year of 2022 and 2023. Under the heading Booked Rooms Nights Produced, there's an asterisk, asterisk that notes includes E3 cancellations for 2024 and 2025 at the bottom right. Wow. So, not good. No, not. Not surprising, <clears throat> but it's still, it's like, oh man, it's just another nail in the coffin, I yeah. think. I think it's, it's going away. Uh, I will say that like the Summer Games Fest this past you know month mm-hmm. had a lot of cool stuff, right? But primarily this was the first one that was live and they talked about like people were there and they could play games and things yeah. like that. So I think it's, I miss the days where I used void. to be able to walk into like Walmart or target play demos and they would have like, yeah, the controllers. Yeah. I played up. uncharted two on the PlayStation three there. I remember playing a bunch of game, GameCube games mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe one for like the PlayStation two. Yeah. I'd always be running that shit. Playing yeah. It. And now yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, Uncharted 2. Back when they actually cared. <laughs> Things don't changed, make, you know? Yeah, they just don't make games like they used to anymore. But so, I do. I think it's just <laughs> another nail in the coffin for E3. It's not coming back, I don't think. It's an evil world we're living in. <laughs> just, you just over there lamenting <laughs> the loss of the demo at Walmart. You can just fucking get the demo. But though that was me as a poor kid. Like, when they had the rock band out over there, mm-hmm. yo, I'd be in there hitting the drum set. Yep. Yep. My mom would be like, Colin, I swear to God. <laughs> and you're you over here. Go. And I'm over here like, sorry, what's that, Mom? I can't hear you. I'm shredding the fucking uh, <laughs> Enter Sandman, you know? 
Uh, but no, you, you had kind of perked your ears up about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Having at least two versions playing in theaters. So there was uh, the one of the editors, Andrew Leviton. Uh, he confirmed on Twitter where a user had said uh, he shared a side-by-side of a scene featuring Miguel O'Hara uh, and his holographic companion, Lila, highlighting a minor difference in the two clips, one showing Hi- uh, Lila pointing at Miguel and the other ends with Lila taking a selfie. And so it's in the section when uh, Miguel says something effective like, do the thing, like show them the the explanation of the multiverse, mm-hmm. right? And she kind of is popping in and around, around his head yeah. saying stuff. There's two different versions of that. And uh, he know, the, the users kind of pointed out that he watched it with the selfie during the film's opening week, but the selfie shot was no longer there when he watched the movie the week after, around the same time that Sony swapped out the prints to fix sound issues. Ooh. And one of the editors kind of quote tweeted that and said, I was wondering when people might start noticing. So uh, he did post uh, to confirm that there are, in fact, multiple versions of the film. Um, he didn't reveal how many versions uh, for you know, as far as there were. But uh, he did say that there's slightly different. There's some another user noticed that there was slightly different dialogue for the spot in the hologram flashback. Oh, OK. And so I don't know if that's intentional or if that was like, a well, we had two edits of the movie and the audio on this one's better. Yeah, that's Maybe. what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they just had the opportunity to be like, we kind of wanted to toy with this. Well, yeah, Let's yeah. Go and and it, it was a multiversal film, right. so it kind yeah. of toys with the idea of like different versions that mm-hmm. are similar, yeah. you know, yeah. very close with minor differences. Um, differences that don't make an effect on like the canon the, events. Yeah, the, the story, right. Um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting that like, oh, well, now wait a minute, that's kind of a, a neat little thing. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a movie do that intentionally, like, yeah. you know, with more purpose or more intention. Of right. Like, yeah. Did you see, I think more, most famously the clue movie did it, uh, in the, I think that came out in the early eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were like multiple versions of the movie, depending on who done it at the end. Okay. And so there was multiple versions of the movie where, what about those books or you could pick your own? Oh yeah. The choose your own adventures. Mm-hmm. Dude, those Didn't, uh, yeah. Bandersnatch. That was mm-hmm. a thing on, uh, Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. See you around. <laughs> Jumps off the balcony. Yeah. See you around. All right. That's See you around. fucking... <laughs> that is Adam Warlock. I know. Ghost of Tsushima movie director is looking at ways to expand further into sequels and TV. Yes. So, I don't know how I feel about that. That he's like already... I feel like there's a lot of shows coming out right now. Yeah, and this is Chance to Healthy. This is the boy that gave us John Wick, and he, you know, they've got all the spinoffs and stuff. And he's like, "Could we do this with Ghost of Tsushima?" So let's just get the first one. Yeah, get may focus on making it good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been getting a lot of flack because he said something about uh, that this was going to be the most quote like anti samurai samurai film. Okay, and people are like. Jesus Christ, it's supposed to be a samurai movie. Well, it's like, yeah, he literally just said it's going to be a samurai film, but the tone, the the moral of it is that it is anti-samurai. Which and is if true. if you played the game, that's yeah, the that's truth. That's the whole truth, is he's breaking from traditions to yeah. save his people. If he had behaved as a samurai... He would have died. The, they would, would have, have lost. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, that's the point. Right. Right. So what's he getting flack about? People are stupid. Uh, you know, people are like, but, Yeah, mostly, I'm sure. Probably the same people that didn't like The Last of Us too. That that Venn diagram is nearly a circle, you know? You can't have people like that in there. I love that there were people that didn't play the game, heard there was a trans character, and assumed it was Abby because she was so muscular. (laughs) No, it's not. It is not not Abby. 
She's just a big bitch. She's bulk. She is large. And in charge. Yeah. She doesn't have breasts. She has pecs. Yeah. Yeah. She has chests. Mm -hmm. We see them too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. No. So the Craven trailer. What'd you think of that? I liked it. There were certain aspects I didn't like, um, which we'll kind of talk about going into it. But as far as like. Um, Going into it, baby, we're in it. I know you briefly kind of mentioned it before we hopped in, just because you had asked if I'd, I'd seen the trailer yet. Yeah. And he's like a, a superhero, an antihero, yeah. Which I mean, I can, as far as the antihero, yeah, no, I'm not. Just no. make him a villain, but make right. him like a like again, kind of like Thanos. Like you it's can, the same thing with like Morbius. Why are you making him a yeah, Morbius? They're supposed to be villains. Why are you making them an anti-hero. antiheroes? Um. But, so, I mean, if they just hopefully just focus him more on being the villain, because he can be yeah. a villain that we just understand. Because like it also seems like they're making him almost conservationist. Yeah. Which is not. Which is like, are you a hero trying to save the. Save the animals. He's Craven the Hunter. Yeah. They're making him focus on hunting man, which isn't his thing. Mm-mm. His thing is conquering, like, the best hunt. Yeah. Right. You know, which is why he ends up going after Spider-Man because he sees Spider-Man as like, oh, that's a foe. You yeah, know? that's a hunt right there. I don't know. I don't know. I, the action looks cool. I just don't like. There's a couple things I saw that I was like. <sighs> and it seems like maybe they're giving him powers of yeah. like communicating with the animals. Well, that and it looked like he was just climbing on the walls. Like not like yeah, yeah. Spider-Man, but like. Looked like Morbius. Kind of where he was able to take like two like strides on the yeah. wall and then jump off. Yeah. Well, because he got bitten by a lion and it's blood dripped into his wound. I think you just have to worry about what is it, koalas? You can get chlamydia. Yeah. I probably got something for lions. Chlamydia from koalas. Uh, and then I think, uh, um, what's the one that uh, people used to have back in Jesus' time? Leprosy. Mm-hmm. You get leprosy from armadillos. Ooh. Deadass. So leprosy. be careful. Leprosy. You're going to just start losing limbs because mm. you have an armadillo hide belt. Fucking, speaking of uh, Morbius, no joke here. The Flash had the worst, had the second worst second week drop off of box office, only behind Morbius. (laughs) Both those movies were bad. Domestically, right? Only in the United States and Canada. It made $15 million last weekend, or this past weekend. (laughs) And it only made seventy million the opening weekend oh domestically. Oh my god, that's not that's not good. That's not good. It almost got beat by uh, J Law's new like sex comedy. Oh, um, no hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yeah, which is like uh, you know it's a mid budget sex comedy. It's not yeah. meant to be a number one in the world movie. Right. You but know. just something that's good. Something that's gonna yeah should make its money back because it didn't cost much to make. Sure. Right. Apparently, she has like a pretty funny. Full frontal nudity, like extended scene of her like fist fighting people on the beach <laughs> in the full buff. <laughs> Just like I mean, that's if that's not how you're doing uh, it, then uh, what are you doing? Apparently, she like suplexes a man <laughs> while she's just fully naked in the buff. Yeah, and is just terrorizing these people on the beach. <laughs> I'm like, my god. But you know, somebody was like, I guess J Law just decided it since everybody's already seen it, she might as well get paid for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. which is not 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 a bad Mm-mm. business strategy. I think Jennifer Lawrence is also a pretty funny person. Like, yeah, whenever we've seen her in, like, interviews or stuff like that, she's always, like, cracking jokes or oh, making yeah. quips. And I think, you know, in that situation, it's a case, I've seen a lot of actresses and actors talk about, like, 
nudity, nudity in, in film and TV being like, eh, if it serves a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing. And then some people just don't care, you know. Right. But I could see this being a case of like, that scene is arguably more funny because she's naked. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where there is something about a woman coming up out of the water fully naked and then suplexing you. Fully like wrestling a man to death. <laughs> like know? a gator. Yeah. But uh yeah, so that movie almost did better than Flash this weekend. Wah, wah, wah. Elemental apparently bomb too. No. Like monetarily. I don't know about how, you know, quality of the film itself. Mm. But box office wise, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Across the Spider-Verse was number one movie in the world again last weekend. <laughs> it dipped under because mm-hmm. The Flash came out. And then everybody that wanted to see The Flash opening weekend saw it and told everybody else not to. And then it went back. Right, right back up. <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse went back. And everybody was like, you know what you should go see? Across, Across the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. If you want to go see a multiversal movie, go see that one. Man. So, not looking great Mm-mm. for Ezra's out. Ezra Miller as Mm-mm. The Flash. But apparently, Blue Beetle is uh, the first DCU movie. According to Blue Beetle, looks good. It looks good, uh, but yeah, according to James Gunn, it's the first DCU movie, and then they got the director like kind of follow up on that, and he basically said, "Yeah, and, and Blue Beetle will be the first character in the DCU." Uh, and I, I feel like the way that James Gunn phrased it, I'm trying to make sense of what he's trying to say. Basically, where he's like, D- "Blue Beetle is the first character in the DCU," mm-hmm. but that Superman Legacy is the first DCU film. So I think what he's saying is Blue Beetle had been made by the previous guys, right? Uh-huh. But is so disconnected from everything else that it fits nicely into going forward. And right. He must like it enough that he's like, right, yeah, well, let's take it and we're going to keep this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Blue Beetle will be the first character that's introduced in the DCU, but then the full, fully fledged DCU film, uh, Superman Legacy. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I I still trust him. A lot of people are like have wavered in their hopes because of the flash and how much James Gunn endorsed it. But when you get that job, what are you supposed to do? Right. You can't come out and be like, don't see this movie. It's dog shit. Right. You're supposed you to know? be supporting it. Yeah. And so it's kind of a tough one. I don't yeah. know. But listen, I'll give him faith. He's made a lot the, of good stuff. Uh, yeah. I was going to say he's made more good stuff than bad. I think yeah. so. I'll give it to him. I'll let him try it as soon as I want, you know, first couple movies of his yeah. come out. If they're good. Yeah. Awesome. If they're mid, I'll start probably losing faith. And I don't, has he? I don't think he's come out and said yes or no on whether he's directing Superman Legacy. I know that he's writing it, but I don't know if he's directing I don't, it. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but I would like to see him direct it. Mm. And just, there you go. The first movie, that'd be kind of a nice little, like... It'd I, be can't, like you know. I can't wait for the soundtracks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to do that or not in the same way. You know what I mean? I think it totally is very... No, I don't think to. we're going to be seeing Batman just in the background. Down, down, get around. I, I get, get around. around. I get around. I don't think it's going to be nothing like that. I get around. <laughs> just, just Batman and Superman singing in rounds, you know? <laughs> I drive my car up and down the same old street. <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh. Just the Beach Boys. Oh. Just the Justice League as a quartet. <laughs> or a quintet, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I'm ready I'm to excited talk about attraction when yeah. you are. Yeah, I'm excited, but I am excited to see what he does for like soundtracks and I stuff like too. that. I'm I'm excited for Blue Beetle still. Um, I am, too. Um, especially now that George Lopez is in it playing the father. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss me. me with uh, Aquaman too. No interest. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. at all. So is Aquaman supposed to be like a drunk? Oh, yeah. 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 He was word. drunk in the Justice League movie, too. Oh, word. Yeah. Why? Only man. That's his thing, man. <laughs> he just drinks and throws bottles in the ocean. Because, you know, he cares about the ocean. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. But his Plot dad is Tamara Morrison, the, so. Plot twist, Craven the Hunter comes after him. <laughs> yeah, right. Just, what the fuck is going on here? All right, extraction. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird one to do. Like, we can't talk about box office or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it is currently Netflix's number one film in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see uh, an estimate here from, let me pull it back up here. Extraction to viewership. We are getting a third one uh, in the news. Here we go. Viewership <laughs> Breaking news. news. Breaking news. So debuting this week. With nearly 43 million views, uh, and the way they are est- they're doing that now is that there were 88.38 million hours viewed divided by the 2.07 runtime hours, got them to 43 million views. So, not bad, mm-hmm. and that doesn't account for like you, Morgan, and I all three sat and watched it. Right, right. That was one account. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and Netflix is real strict on it too. So, mm-hmm. I bet you people are probably piling up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a movie night at somebody's house. Pile in. Um, yeah, that's what I so that's what I suspected. We, we'll have to talk about this, but remember, twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes. Yeah, is how long that shot was. Oh, I told you it was yeah, about no, twenty it, minutes. It felt long. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the story about it? What's the what's the synopsis? <clears throat> so we got Jake Rake, Tyler Rake, Tyler Rake. I did feel like they said his name a lot more in this one. They did, uh, which I I don't mind because I definitely was like. I was with you. Remember, I think I brought it up on here where I said Jake Rake. Mm-hmm. I, said, I think his name's Jake Rake. And I knew Rake, but that was it. Yeah, that's just the last name. But Tyler Rake, um, you know, leaving, you know, continuing from the last one, yeah. he got shot up. Yeah, like yeah it does pretty much pick up right from mm-hmm. the... And he falls in, you know, over the bridge and kind of washes up to shore, and some little girl finds him, and then you just see SWAT. You know, get out of the way! Yeah, get the fuck out of the way! I'm not a bridge! Shooter. And... Uh, <laughs> Hostel down. Um, so they move him over to the truck, and they you know, basically they're yeah. keeping him alive on yeah, life support. They, but yeah. then it looks Flying like he's to in Dubai. <laughs> yeah, which I did like. I did like the fact that they're in Dubai because it gave it a more futuristic look. But then you also like sit back and think it's Dubai. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really futuristic city. Yeah, surrounded by slave slums. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's Dubai, baby. Yeah, that's, that's Dubai. If that ain't the UAE, I don't know what is. <laughs> but <laughs> all the smog in the city, man. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, it picks up from there, and then they're kind of like, "Happy retirement!" Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. like he and he was fully depressed. Like, yeah, they, he hated the fact that uh, he are was we alive. doing just spoilers? Yeah, we're gonna go. Yeah, that's not really a movie. That do we just want to rate it right now? Then Let, let's give our the 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 five points that we liked a lot without spoilers. That okay. way we can kind of tell people if you I think if you or that you disliked. Okay, I think if you liked the first one. You'll like this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did feel like there was maybe a bit more heart in this one compared to the first one. Yes, I definitely agree. Uh, where I feel like Tyler Rake had much more of a, a human character versus in the first one, he was very much just shooter man. Chris Hemsworth is bad at facial expressions. Yeah. Mm, I think so. Just like watching each scene. Mm-hmm. 
He just kind of has like the same. He's a dumb face. Little, not dumb face, but more like just super concerned. Yeah, that's his his look. And so like it felt like there's a lot of that. And I, like mm-hmm. when he talked, like his lines and everything, I was like, that's a good line. Yeah, yeah. But like you just gotta you gotta work on your face, on man. Your face, man. You know, like, <laughs> just, you gotta. Yeah, do something, a, bro. That's a bad constructive criticism. I don't know. What to, I don't know what to do about it, but you gotta do like, something you gotta with show your more face. Emotion, man. You gotta do something about wall. your face. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you seen the man? Yeah, he is a brick. He's a brick. I'm bricked. Hmm? So. Uh, I did like that his team kind of got a little bit more play. Yeah. Became uh, a, a bigger a piece more to the puzzle. More central role. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I felt the mission in this, I liked that it feels more important, I think. Wasn't a fan of, um, what's the son's name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sandro. Sandro. Yeah. Sandro's a little shit. Yeah, what Straight did I say? Up. He looked like Eastern European Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson, he does. He does. He, does. he looks like if Pete Davidson was 13 it's, it's and in born the in the Soviet Union. It's in the eyes. It's the eyes and nose. Mm. And some of the complexion. Sure. But it is it is the the yeah the eyes and nose, mm. just that. I think brow. it's some of the teeth, too, like the, yeah. the pearly whites. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I hated that kid. Yeah, didn't like him. Mm-mm. But I think that was intentional. Well, n- like, yeah, but he just... I know he's a kid, but he's just so stupid. Dumb. Yeah. Um, the the action in this it was nonstop, nonstop. I mean, it was like, but it didn't feel exhausting. No, because uh, I I've it had did that feel, before. It did feel for being as actiony as it was, uh-huh. fairly slow paced. Yeah. Uh, action because it wasn't like so much is happening, but it'd be like he's fighting this guy right, and it's just a hand to hand. Yeah. But as soon as he's done, he's got another he's got guy another right guy there. Coming. He's just yeah. got to make his way through something. Yeah. Yeah. And there so, is one scene in particular, like we mentioned, mm-hmm. that is that way. Where it's you're like, just fuck. It starts and just doesn't, doesn't stop. Doesn't stop. Um. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about that because mm-hmm. it, it it was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's fairly early on too. Yeah. Yeah, about the 30 or 40 minute mark. Mm. Um, I can't think of anything else that I want to non-spoiler. Um, yeah, I think that covers everything. Yeah. A, just a general like one sentence review, I guess, is like, don't go into it expecting like, you know. An Oscar. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be an Oscar winner, but as far as like... Uh, pretty fun easy action movie to sit down and watch there's one. worse action movies out oh there, yeah like by a far mile mm-hmm. i think i go ahead and let's let you want to rate it yeah of course you, you know you can always be uh overwhelmed which means you you were thoroughly uh your expectations were met with the film they're mm-hmm. surpassed you can be underwhelmed which means that was a big stinker uh yeah. you know they didn't meet your expectations or you can always be right in the middle and be simply overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. I would say I'm whelmed. I was excited for whelmed. I was simply whelmed. I was excited for it. It came mm-hmm. out. It was as good as I was expecting it to be. I wasn't like, yo, shit, oh my God. Like, I wasn't expecting any of this. It was yeah. a good action movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, and again, I think that's one of the flaws with our, like, rating system. There's no flaws in our rating system. There is. Because the simply whelmed is supposed to be that it was like, it was a man movie. It was mid- Mid. Yeah, and I don't think it was mid. Mm-mm. But then when we say overwhelmed, it's like, well, it, oh, it exceeded your expectations. But if you had really high expectations, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I think it met my expectations, but my expectations were high. Yes. So I think it was overwhelming. All right, I'll hop in on that. 
you know, I wasn't like, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I was expecting it to be a good movie too. Right. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> I feel like the the action in this was more violent than the first one. Oh, severely. By a I mile. Mean, especially like, just keep going, you know, keep it on the chronological order and we'll just... Yeah. Because it is a pretty linear movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it moves in a straight line. Yeah, it stops and then, yeah, it just keeps going. It's basically like two action scenes. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. With, with a couple of story beats, you know, mm-hmm. interspersed. There's story at the beginning, action scene. Story in the middle, action scene, wrap up at the end. Yeah, but I guess the whole conflict is... Uh, Tyler Rake, you know, he's in retirement and yeah. uh, retirement recovery. Yeah. And uh, our boy like, Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris Elba pops up and is, he's his voice, bruv. Hello, I heard you needed some work, didn't you? I'm Idris Elba. Just make him awful. Bro's got the rocket on him. <laughs> Fish and chips, yeah, bruv. <laughs> It's Tuesday, isn't it? Pub. <laughs> going Quiz down. night at the pub, yeah, isn't going it? Going on the pub, have ourselves a pint. Uh, that was Australian. <laughs> that was Australian. That was Chris Hemsley. I might. I might. No, but so <laughs> he pulls up. He had a pretty small role, but I think yeah. it seems like they're probably setting him up for something. In Extraction in the next, 3. Yeah. yeah. Um, But from there, yeah, he basically is like, I don't want to be here unless I have to be your ex-wife's sister's goldfish's dog's cousin <laughs> yeah, is in right. danger. He's like, your word. And we need you. And he's like, oh, bet. Bet. big fucking bet. No, yeah, no, basically his, his ex-wife's sister and her kids and her kids are just so happened to be, uh, the immediate family of like a Georgian crime Lord <laughs> who basically runs the country. Yes. Uh, what a quinky dink, right? Um, <laughs> uh, must make family reunions real awkward. <laughs> yeah, right. Classic action movie setup. Uh, and the the her husband is in prison for pushing a DEA agent off of a roof. Off a roof. And he his sentence is being extended by 10, ten years. years. But apparently he's living pretty cushy in there. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the whole thing in the room. He basically owns the prison, yeah. He's got his family living in the prison with him. Yeah, which is but part not, of the problem. But not really living. They're, it looks like they're, they're kind of being held. Prisoners. Yeah, held yeah. hostage. To an extent of like, there was some... Heavy, like, essay implication with the wife. Yeah. Of, like, the the husband basically walks into the cell and is like, all right, let's do this thing. And she's like, no. And there's a heavy implication where she's like, are you just going to make me? You know, what are you going to do, drag me to your cell? Mm-hmm. And then he smacks her around a bit and basically like, don't forget, you're my fucking wife. And she makes the stand and goes like, and I'm not your not property. Your property, yeah. And she don't take that shit. Uh-uh. She's a strong woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, from there... That all happens, and then, uh, yeah. So, old Tyler Rake's like, All right, well, I guess I gotta go get him out. I gotta do this. And he trains for six weeks, and we <laughs> yeah. see a nice little montage of him. Yeah, very Rocky wood. Four. Yeah, right. or, yeah, Rocky, Rocky Four is the one. Rocky Four is the one where he goes to Russia and ends the Cold War, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. There's a really good training montage in Rocky Four where he is running in the snow and mm-hmm. all that, and doing pushing a sled and all that. Yeah, but that's essentially that's that's what he did. He had yeah. like rocks, and he was like climbing rope and just like filling a sled with rocks and pushing, and pushing it, it and through the snow, ripping and his cast off. And when he, yeah, he damn near does the uh, Dwayne the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Johnson just <laughs> flex out of the cast. Uh, but he he does the chopping some wood and then just fucking overhands an axe at the tree, and mm-hmm. I was kind of like, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> this is the male gaze. Yes. This is I what love I want. when people on TikTok point that out that like that scene was not there for the girls to go, my God, look how strong he is. That was for the guys to go, fuck, look how strong he is. Yeah, yeah. You know? They know their audience. Yeah. Um, Bud Light. So... <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Bud Light commercials that are like the real men of genius? Real men of genius. No. Um, dude, there were so many like audio ads that were that. And it'd be like, today we salute you, Mr. <laughs> Cell phone belt clip holster wearer, you know? <laughs> and they just explain why he's such a, you're a fucking boss, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, there's just like a million of those Bud mm-hmm. Light ads. And I, I miss those. Those were funny. Living your head rent free. Mm-hmm. But then, so he, uh, yeah, Tyler Rake calls up his his lady. What's her name? Nick. Yeah. Nikki. Nikki and and, uh, like, uh, and her brother, Vaz. No. V- Vin. No. Vaz. That was skinny, skinny Pete. Maybe he yeah, was a slender be. dude. Could be. Um, he had some bitchin' shirt though. Yeah, he's wearing Versace. Yeah, that was his little shtick, and he got Tyler, Tyler Rake a Versace shirt, and he didn't wear it, and gave it to his dog to wear. Yeah. And then so, but they pull up and they're pull up skirt. Yeah. And they're and they pretty just, like they, quick with they're it. They're like, dies. yeah, they're like, all right, we're going to get you in. You know, you're going to meet us at this extraction point. You're going to go in, get that family, get them out. You got like here. five minutes. Yeah, go. Do a quiet, get in, get out. Mm-hmm. I do like that. That could just be the, the, um, you know, the thread of these movies is just when you need to get people out of a hard to get into place. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Yeah. He's That's, the guy. It's, hence the name extraction. Mm-hmm. That's his whole gig is I. You send one dude in and he can get him out. Yeah. You know, can't send in an army because that's too loud. So we'll just send in a one man. One army. guy that can handle himself yeah. very well. And, uh, no, I really like that. And, you know, that was cool seeing him kind of like go in and then, you know, like, yeah, get over to the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, we go get out of here, yeah. mate. Crockiest place smells <laughs> like piss. Let's get out of here. It's a fucking crock. <laughs> Crocky. Yeah. It's a fucking oh, croc. what a beaut. You know, he's just, he is fucking Crocodile Dundee <laughs> slash Steve Irwin. It's a fucking, fucking croc. Crocky. <laughs> Crocky. What a beaut. But so, yeah, he gets all them crocs and then he yeah. gets, you know, starts walking them out and it's. Right. So, yeah. He's 21 he's, minutes. Yeah, he's getting them out and it is, it turns into a 21 minute one mm-hmm. Now, like you and I pointed out, it's not legitimately a 21-minute one shot. But very familiar to this uh, movie, 1917. Uh-huh. It's very cleverly and well-edited mm-hmm. into making it look seemingly like... being one shot. And to do that, even still, is impressive because... You have to pick up to right rehearse. where you left off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still going to be long stretches of honest-to-God one shot. Yeah. You know? They're probably trying to get them as long as they can. Yeah, uh, keep you know, it what, easier. Mm-hmm. Unless you know, the... the Something's blocking the camera, yeah, or if you, yeah, pretty much anytime you see somebody pass in front of the camera, or the camera makes a I, really fast swivel movement. That's an easy place for them to hide a a, a transition mm-hmm, or a cut, mm-hmm. or like going through doorways. Right. Yeah, that's another good one. But either way, you know, like I said, it it never broke my immersion, and it was like fuck, it was this fully is, there. Yeah. And I I said to you a few times, fuck, it's still one shot, and yeah, and it ended up being twenty one minutes long. Uh, of just the quick rundown. They go through the prison, down into the bowels of the prison. Mm-hmm. There's a fist fight in the prison, in, in the bowels of the prison with a you know a one-on-one fight that then goes up into the the mess yard or you know, the, the, the rec the yard courtyard. where there's a full riot happening. Mm-hmm. That's still one shot. 
Then there's a fucking car chase through the woods. Oh my god. That was dope as hell. I love that. That is still part of that one shot. They then wreck the cars, get out, are running through like a factory, a fucking <laughs> nuclear power plant. Yeah. Uh, all still part of the same one mm-hmm. shot. Get on a train, and there's a lot of fighting on that train with gunfire they, and all that. I think they did a really good and realistic job as far as using explosives. Yeah. Because they didn't seem like too like Michael Overpowered. Bay. Yeah. You know, kind of like... Um, but like especially grenades. Grenades yeah. aren't high explosive. They're yeah. fragmentation. Right. It's the pieces that kill you, not the explosion. I even like, they use like some C4 stuff on cars. Uh-huh. And it was like an armored car and it you know, went yeah. off and it didn't take out the car. You'd no, have it knocked it off, you know, knocks it off course and or they hit broke it a few times. Shit. Right. And that was the thing is like, we got to hit this thing as many times to try to knock them off course and use that. Yeah. Which I just, you know, it felt like, oh, that's probably more, more likely, realistic. Yeah. Know, uh, of how it would happen. But so that those are the the steps of the one shot. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk specifically about the prison and the train. Yes. Um, so in the prison, down in the bowels, he fist fights the husband. Yeah. And that was a brutal fight. And that's mm-hmm. basically like his first real fight yeah. back in in business, I guess. And so he's kind of getting beat. You know, it was a fair fight as far as like it, it didn't were, feel like he mopped him up. Yeah, yeah they, they were they were trading blows. But when he kind of turns the tide. He, first of all, mashes the dude's face into a boiler. Yeah. And just sears the side of his face. And what does he do to him? He, like, grabs his hand, twists, like, twists it around him and just, like, rips, like, tries to break it down like you're pulling a wishbone turkey. Yeah, he basically grabs the pinky and the ring finger with one hand. And then the 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 middle and the index with the other. And and just pulls pulls as hard as he can. And just shreds it down into the middle of his hand. Mm -hmm. And you and I both involuntarily are like, oh, my God. Because it showed everything, like, when he fell in, like, his hand and, like, it just slowly starting to, you know, fall apart. It was was gory. Yeah, it was brutal. Everything that... It showed. It showed. Yeah. There were a couple, like, because then later on, so he, basically, he's, it's the mom and the two kids. The son is probably, like, 14. Right around. You know, early teens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> old enough to know better, but young enough to still think he knows, you know? Yeah. And, uh, shit. and then the daughter's, like, maybe six. Really yeah, she's young. pretty young. But, uh, yeah. So they get the kids out, and now it's just. Rake and the wife mm-hmm. stuck down in the prison. That's fully. It's just a riot. It's going a full on. riot. It's mm-hmm. a prison break. Yeah, trying to kill. They're, no, they're killing trying, guards. Not trying to. They're killing guards and themselves. And, and yeah, it was nuts. It's full mayhem. And uh, I, I did. Get, I did find myself getting excited because you know we'd seen the trailers, mm-hmm. and you figure the first trailer for the show for the movie was just that, that prison yard fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know when when I saw the camera kind of come up the stairs and it is the courtyard and you, I was like. Oh, oh, it's happening. It's gonna it's fucking happen. happen. Uh, he, it was really cool to see him. Like she has like the the head of a shovel, mm-hmm. and you know they're getting ready to go through the courtyard, and he kind of gets on the comms and is like, "All right, guys, do I have any other way out other than through the courtyard?" No. She's like, "No, you got to get to the yeah, other side of the courtyard." You're gonna have to push. And he's, you know, and I like goes, how they don't argue with him. Yeah, he's All like, right. "Okay." And so you know, she's like, "There's got to be another way around." And he's like, "No, no, stay close to me." And he tells her, "Keep swinging that. Yeah, it's keep the shovel." You know, and I like that he kind of keeps contact with her. He's just got mm-hmm. a hand on her and we're just going to move forward um, and does kind of use the weapon to like, you know, back, back, back. Yeah. And then eventually, eventually they start they start grabbing him. And what I really liked about that is, you know, because there is a, like a whole bunch of people like grabbing him at once and stuff yeah. like that. So he's taking these punches and like still like recovering fast enough to hit the other guy. Yeah. While that guy's, you know, recovering from that other punch. Yeah. 
and um as well as the the wife i can't remember her name mm-hmm. but you know she got like snatched a couple times and him with, you keeping know, control of the yeah, situation being able to be like fuck all right i gotta you know, focus I gotta, on getting her i gotta focus on getting her and stuff like that and you know being a, she, you know her not getting too too far yeah except for that last scene there where they started yeah. to take her away and he yeah because like, he gets bricked in the back of the head yeah he falls down kind of you know and i did like that that the way they shot that of it obviously being a a steady can that was rigged on mm-hmm. him where he's mm-hmm. wearing the harness and because it kind of gives us the perspective of like when he sways we he's sway unsteady. with him yeah. yeah the instability to it yeah oh instability even better mm, mm. <laughs> instability is the actual word uh, oh fun uh, <laughs> oh fun not me so, almost being smart, smart. <laughs> and uh, yeah and so he does he gets bricked in the back of the head he kind of stumbles I around was bricked, I was you know bricked watching it yeah they hit him and I went yo hit him again <laughs> What? Like Blackjack. Hit me again. Hit me again. So he, he fucking gets up. He snaps out of it when he hears her screaming because mm-hmm. they're dragging her away. Yeah. And <laughs> I like him just casually walking up. And like people grabbing him. He's like, you know, yeah, sh- you shoving him off. But he's not quite like there yet. So, you yeah, know, he's not still with it. That, yeah. That part was really cool, too. Of like, again, just the realism. Yeah. Because that's when he fucking is getting hit by the riot guards. Mm-hmm. He snatches the shield away, beats the fuck out of the two of them. And then someone chucks a Molotov. a Molotov with it. His fucking arm catches fire and he's mm-hmm. just giving people the work. Yeah. Just fucking... Which I mean, it makes sense because he was, he was wrapped. He had oh, like yeah. layers, he had layers, layers on. on. He was in his tack gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just starts beating the shit out of that one dude. And you dude. can hear the, like the burning <laughs> with every hit. <laughs> yeah. With the fire, and he, and he does end up like waving the fire out with the punches. Yeah, I was gonna say I, that's why. Like, I was really nervous about like the comedic relief that they might do of him, like, like oh, shaking shit, it know, off, yeah, know. or whatever. But no, like, you no, know, he doesn't break focus. No, yeah, the, the only way that fire is being put out is against that guy. Yeah, and like he moved. It's, it's only because that guy was between him and the the mom, mm-hmm. you know. So he had to get through that guy, and then the mom is like dragging her feet, trying to stop the guy that's dragging her away, and he just fucking picks up like a what do you think, like a forty pound dumbbell? It had to be. But there uh, was like a, meta- a metal yeah, dumbbell. It's, it's the kind, yeah, it's not like the rubberized or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was the you know metal bar in the middle, two discs on the outside. Mm-hmm. Picks it up and just grabs the dude and bashes him once in the face. And like you see his nose cave in. He's caved in. His face is fucked. And you and I both like, oh my oh god. Because like, it wasn't like shit. a quick punch with it. He grabbed the guy by the hair, like mm-hmm. yanked his head back and just bashed him on the face real hard with <sighs> it and dropped him. And we were like, Jesus. Yeah, that was terrifying. And then he just kind of picks the mom up and it's like, are you good? Yeah, you good? You following me? You on me? Okay, let's right? go. He's like, all right, let's, let's move. And again, like the, yeah, it can... wasn't dramatic and like the, oh my God. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, all right, we got to We got to move. Yeah, we're on a, a very slim very, time. Yeah, we got to get time the fuck out of here. Um, I, I really did like that, you know, to the extent the sense of, of urgency think almost. It, yeah. The sense of urgency as well as with his, uh, Chris Hemsworth's character, Tyler, mm-hmm. just very like in and out. Professional. Like, yeah. He just, this isn't his first rodeo. Right. He's been, eight, you know, maybe not this exact scenario, but you can tell he's been in a big crowd like this. He's been in a situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, like, knew how he to knows the crowd and move through it, which is very, very cool to see so much control in mm-hmm. such a chaotic, such a, yeah, bad situation. Yeah. It's a situation where you see it and you go, Jesus. Like, how do you even keep control and like, like that. that? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do, that is a really good, like, a good piece of his character. It does make it, you know, you know, you and I were talking about this when we pulled up in front of the house, the idea that like, first of all, good for Chris Hemsworth to seemingly Branch find a, a franchise outside of Marvel. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love about it is that it's the Russo brothers. Yeah. It's Joe and Anthony Russo that I think Joe wrote it. It said, mm-hmm. um, and then Anthony was one of the producers. 
but again, it's the research. He met them in Marvel, yeah. and now it branched off, and it's that who you know, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, good for him because I do think this ha- has very good franchise potential of like Absolutely. him as a character. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like I told you, I'd be so cool with that just being the the premise of these movies is is it's just, just an extraction. Is, yeah. yeah, they're each individual missions. There's a little bit of a thread between the two, and so far as We've learned more about him as a character, but the job is different. You know, we didn't see the kid from the first movie in this. Uh-uh. You know, it wasn't like a, you know, they I'm weren't going they back were tethered to together. Like yeah, yeah uh-uh. they're just, separate. Yeah, but it does look like from the the well, moving on from that, you know, mm-hmm. making the prison break, mm-hmm. they finally get out and everything. They regroup and they yeah, go to the car chase. The car chase, which you know, again we see a lot more of the C four, especially mm-hmm. with, like on the dirt bikes, the uh, yeah. four wheelers and everything. Yeah, running them off the road, and <clears throat> running them over, and yeah. then you know uh, making the cars crash into each other, running them off that bridge there into yeah. the little bank. Um, and then they finally are kind of able to. Well, they get oh no, they get run, you know, flipped finally. Yeah. Um, Chris Hemsworth car, you know, mm-hmm. Tyler's car does with the kids in it, and the daughter gets shot in the arm. I thought they fr- she fractured her arm from the flip. Could be. I, all I knew is that he said that the girl was hit. I thought she uh, she was hit. Hurt. Uh, Hurt. Could be. And then could she be. was like, you know, fractured and he was wrapping it up yeah. and stuff like that. But essentially, you know, yeah, the car flips and then uh, Nick and her brother, I can't remember. They, yeah. you know. Yeah, we got to pop a Yui real quick. I did like that too. Mm-hmm. That they're like, fuck, we got to go back. Yep, we got to go back from they, yeah. they I mean, they just ditched the car right yeah. there. They and they start giving them cover fine. They're like, all yeah. right, what's going on? You're right. Yeah. That's where we're going. All right. Yeah. Ready on and foot. move, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, laying down suppressing fire for each other as they're moving. And um, that's when they go into the, um, the fucking nuclear power plant. We just see workers. Yeah. Just kind of like, no fuck, <laughs> you know, watching them. And I do love that. This is just all going on in just eat the Georgia, just Eastern Europe. Yeah. You know, just, uh, some- um, they run and they they board a train that was prepped for them. That was yeah. the intended extraction mm-hmm. point, which, which was I hot. Liked. Yeah, because all that cargo stuff was like souped up. Yeah, yeah. Where there was a cargo, and they were ready for a fight too. Yeah, there was a cargo bin that just looks like a regular, you know, cargo yeah, cargo container. freight. And when Rake fucking opens it, first of all, he opens it inwards, which mm-hmm. is the first clue that you're like, oh, that's not. That's not a normal you, bin. Yeah, you're supposed to open them And outwards. it's just an armory. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out like a fucking, what was it? The M249, <laughs> which is like a mounted, you know, a machine gun you're meant to mount or, or you know, lay down on a tri- or mm-hmm. bipod. And he just is manhandling just, it. Just like I said, Rambo. <laughs> just takes out a helicopter mm-hmm. with it. And then he, after that, he. They get boarded. Yeah. On, on top. Because he goes team. up to try to get on top of it to get uh a better look of the other one. They drop a bomb. Yeah. A bomb or grenade. And yeah. it blows up and knocks him back. And then people drop. And he drops that gun, doesn't he? He's mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Switches to just his uh, his assault rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is working through him. I did like that close quarter combat. Yeah. When the like team of four mm-hmm. was in there. Because it's such small small space that you know he's like. Smash this guy, moves him behind him so he can move forward to the next guy, and then kind of balance and keep turning, you know, face to this guy, face to that guy, face to this Mm -hmm. guy. I do like the scene where um, we see the, the, you know, the other mercenaries kind of hop on the train and stuff like that, and everyone's kind of waiting, Nick, Nick's brother, and like Mm -hmm. the family, and they're just like waiting, and then you see Tyler... 
yeah. take that first guy out, and he pushes that second guy behind him, like you were saying. Yeah. But then Nick's brother, that yeah. dude, comes out and shoots him. Yeah, yeah. Takes I'm him like, down. again, that's like that initiative. Like, all right, it's happening. He's yeah. up. For, he's up front. Somebody's got to be take there. This guy I got to be right there yeah. with him. Yeah, watch the six. And I thought that was banana. I thought really smooth. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then we see Nick really handle herself. Against two of the mercenaries, yeah, in like the and sure, huge compared to her. Like, yeah, they were able to kind of pick her up and move her, yeah, and throw her, her around. around. And, um, and she was using that to her advantage. You know, yeah, it was yeah, very much pick the her up and she acrobatic kind of like, um, martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, being uh, able to use that agility, yeah, and using their weight against them. Mm-hmm. And she does end up getting stabbed, but that's the thing I did like about this movie. Um, and I think the first one did the same thing. Yeah. Is like our heroes get hurt. Oh yeah. As they're moving forward. And it's real. Like, it's not like, Mommy God, how does this guy keep getting stabbed this much? Right. Yeah. He's like living. It's like a good stab. And he's like, I've, I've, I've had been stabbed worse. before. Yeah. yeah. Like he gets stabbed in the side, but it's not mm-hmm. like a deep stab or anything like that. It's like, a, Oh, I got to pull or that. like Nick. She got stabbed up in the shoulder. In the shoulder. So, I mean, there's nothing that was, you know, yeah, she's not going to die from that one. Right. Yeah. But it's going to hurt, mm-hmm. you know? And so it is, it's nice. It was, I did find myself comparing it to John Wick. And so I was like, okay, that was a nice comparison because you figure we talked about that as a gripe of John Wick four of just them holding up their coats like Dracula and being yeah. bulletproof and never getting hurt in this one. It was like, okay, they, they do get hurt. They're going to get hurt and trade blows, mm-hmm. you know, but they're going to get out cause they're just better, you know? Um, and it was like a, you know, Nick won, but not, not by, by a long shot. Yeah. yeah. She was there. You know, when Tyler found her, she's, <laughs> she's like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, covered yeah. in her own blood, their mm-hmm. blood, and she's fucking like, oh, she's like leaned, leaned up on the controls, you know, like, yeah. oh, oh, shit. fuck, I'm not well. Uh, yeah, and so the trains breaks her out. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, so he's strapping the kids in, mm-hmm. everybody fucking, hold on, you know. That did feel very, a lot of aspects felt very uncharted, mm-hmm. which I yeah. liked. I thought it was a yeah. good comparison. Some parts felt more uncharted than the uncharted movie. Yeah, sure, yeah. Like the train fight. Like the train, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so the train fucking derails because it's getting to the end of the line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they poof, flip. They flip roll, but they've all... I will say that's the one thing is I feel like they get thrown around in cars a lot. a lot. Yeah. And they seem to get minimal damage. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm like, Yeah, I feel like, like you'd you're break walking your away neck. from that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially the train crash was the only one for me that I was like, really? You're fine yeah. from that? You know, because like the armored car, okay, that's an armored car. They're strapped in. You know, they're sure. all wearing seatbelts. The little girl did get hurt, mm-hmm. you know. But the train car, Tyler's not strapped down when the train derails. Mm-mm. And the way that the the camera made it look was when you, when he's getting tossed around, he didn't get tossed around too much. It Mm-mm. seemed like it was just like one Rolling. or two flips, and yeah. he kind of just m- was able to hit each wall in the right way. Yeah. It's like it makes sense. I'm not like, ridiculous. But it was like a, you you at least got to have the wind knocked out of you, my man. Like there's no way. Though I guess it does kind of cut away from that. We don't see how fucked up he is after that. Like immediately, not like well, yeah. broken bones, but you know, he might've been like, Oh fuck, I'm not good. Get me in the car. We got to get out of here. You know, uh, disoriented. Cause then it just cuts to them going to Vienna or they're on the, the plane. Yes. The plane to Vienna, yeah. um, uh, where little shit stain Sandro. Yeah. Steals. One of the phones, the sat phones, yeah. Calls his uncle, yeah, and, and um, the shitter, and I was like, "Hey, yo, unk, this is where I am. This yeah, is where right. I'm going. Come pick me up, fam. Yeah, I need a ride. <laughs> I need some wheels. Yeah, <laughs> wheels uh, up. <laughs> but so, and then yeah, they come after him, and then that's when we get a little bit of heart from uh, you know a, a little peek at Rake's actual like personal life because mm-hmm. he has a moment to breathe, you know, and talk to his uh, ex sister in law. 
and he says something effective like, you know, he's talking to her about like you did everything you could, getting the kids out, it was a good job, right. right, you know. And he goes, I know your sister probably doesn't, you know, I can't imagine what your sister thinks of me or whatever. Basically, you know, he knows. Because we found out lightly in the first movie that he and his wife divorced because his son was sick and died of cancer. And he was too busy working. working. He was off somewhere else. And um, that's pretty much all we get from the first movie as far as like his home life, mm-hmm. right? Or his, his, his personal life. And so this expands on that, obviously. Um, and he says something to the effect, like I said, and you can't imagine what your sister thinks of me or whatever. And she kind of cuts him off and just goes like, it's the hardest thing a parent can do is watch their child die where it's almost like she's going, I don't, I don't blame you for leaving or not wanting to be there when it happened. But I also felt it of like my sister had to do that alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was her understanding, but not absolving him of blame. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you should have been there, but I understand why you weren't. No. Um, and he kind of just shuts he up. gets a little choked up. Yeah. During that. Cause she's like, you know, don't give me this bolt or yeah. that's later. His his when his when ex-wife. his ex wife comes in yeah which we'll which talk was about a that really good scene mm-hmm. both scenes with he and the ex wife I thought were pretty good like yeah acting for Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. as far as like okay humanizing this character yeah instead of giving him like the Black Adam treatment yeah yeah I can get behind that uh yeah so they're at the hospital in Austria getting the daughter all I thought it was like a up. hotel it looked like a hospital to me it could have been a hotel I thought they're in like a room and like in the building. I don't know, man. Because it's all glass, because they. Yeah, because there was a gym, and mm-hmm. I don't know. A I thought it was like some a, sort, yeah, a, a secure building that they're able to get. And like, we need a doctor now, here, and like now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Um, but yeah, so they they they're in that building, and the son kind of isn't too pleased, obviously, with the fact that his dad was killed by Chris Hemsworth because mm-hmm. he doesn't have the you know it's that. He doesn't have the full story. He doesn't yeah. really know what's going on. And it's that thing of like, yeah, I know he was a bad guy, but he's my dad, you know. And Chris Hemsworth's point was like, yeah, but she's your mom, right. you know. Right. And he was being, your mom's doing the right thing here, basically. And uh, the fucking, he throws some shit right in Tyler's face. He says something effective like, you know, at least my dad didn't leave, yeah. you know. I was like, dude. And he stands right in front of him, gets in his face. I, and- I, I, I so badly wanted to just smack the taste of that kid's mouth. <laughs> just. <laughs> You're a monster. I did. I was like, smack the fuck out of that kid. How dare he say that shit to you? You just saved his life. He's going to throw that shit at you. Drop Fat him. chance, kid. Drop him like a fucking rock. <laughs> 14-year-old kid, he just hits him with a fucking elbow in the temple. <laughs> Kills him. Kills him. He's dead. Just, you know. Yeah, you want your dad so bad? Fucking join him. <laughs> My God. Wow. So his uncle joins. Yeah. His uncle pulls up uncle in a heli. saddles up, yeah. And he just, I mean, with a, a machine gun, just mows it down. <laughs> yeah. um, and then they're fighting. People get dropped in and stuff like that. And Nick and Nick's brother, uh, they kind of get separated mm-hmm. up on the roof. Because uh, so initially they go down to the garage because they're going to use the armored vehicles to try and yes. drive out of there. But that's not going their way. Mm-mm. They're getting pinned down. So they go back into the building because we're going to go up, up to the roof, steal the helicopter, and leave. Yes. The sun has dipped. Uh, bounced. He bounced. He busy bounced to go find his uncle. Mm-hmm. After mom's kind of like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, because she finds the phone and she yeah. finds out that what he did is kind of his fault. Yeah. Well, not kind of. It, it is, is his fault. his fault. Yeah, it's 150% his fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the little little homeboy there is like deuces. I'm going to go be with my unk. 
and uh, fucking rolls off. And mom's like, all right, well, see you, fuck stain. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry about it. Fucking, yeah. So they all head to the roof. But Go ahead. But then Nick's brother follows him all the way down yeah, to yeah. go try to, you know, stop him. And uh, what's it, what's the kid's name? Sandro. Sandro. Sandro does kind of have like a little a moment. A moment with uh, one of the guys. He looks like, he makes me think of, have you ever, did you ever watch like Avatar The Last Earthbender? Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah, makes Uncle me kind of, makes me think a lot of like Uncle Iroh. Yeah. Um, you know, just he kinda, seems like he's almost like their, like their chaplain, like their, their spiritual guy. Yeah. Could like, be. He always he has the, the, refer to the Bible, the Bible on him and, you know, keeping them balanced and all mm-hmm. that. But he does, he goes like, are you guys going to kill my mom? And then he's like, if you wanted her to stay alive, then why'd you call us here? Yeah. If you wanted her alive, you shouldn't have called. Yeah. That's what it was. And I was like, and you could kind of see him be like, fuck. oh fuck, I think I just made the wrong decision. I made the wrong choice. I thought the kid was going to kill his uncle. <clears throat> I thought the kid was fully like embracing. Nah, I, I knew that like I, when he was kind of had a questioning moment, I was like, oh, he might be getting ready to like, yeah, I'll go with my uncle. Mm-hmm. And then pop, 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 pull like a, a pistol from the back seat kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad they didn't do that, though, because it kind of like. That would have been very cliche and corny. And, and it would have been like, great, now this kid's got blood on his hands. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's just a kid. I, there was that. Yeah, right, man. The TV just turned on all by itself. Oh, no, it's been on. It's just on Netflix cycling through all the. Screens. Skirt me. I don't know. I saw that. You really <laughs> But um, I did like the scene in the train just to back up real quick and then oh. we'll keep moving forward because we're making good good time. Good th- through on it. Yeah. Um, we do see people like dropping in, you know, in front of the kids. Right? Yeah. And they're kind of able to cover the little girl's face really well. But young son there. But Sandra, they can't. Changed. Yeah. And there's just somebody who flops right in front of him and like he like turns his head and they're like making basically eye contact and just blood's dripping out. And like, yeah. this kid is traumatized. Like, yeah, yeah, he's not going to be okay. And Chris Hemsworth even confronts that. Like, shit's going to get a lot harder. Like, it's not going to get easier. Yeah. And he goes, but you just got to. Got to keep moving. Keep, keep going. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And then, yeah, moving up further. Back to the, the, <clears throat> back the, to the hotel. I guess there's three. There are three action scenes. Yeah. Yeah, because we get that scene with on the, on the roof. Well, no, the, the whole end fight at the airstrip. That was a short. It was, of the three, yeah. Mm, it's I think short. that was the shortest one, but. Yeah, it's more to the point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, no clowning around either. Uh-uh. So. Yeah, up on the roof, Nick fights. Up on the rooftop, reindeer paws. <laughs> click, click, click. Down to the chimneys, old Saint Nick. Fucking uh, <laughs> ADHD, the podcast. Yes. Um, so yeah, they're up there fighting, shimmy and shamming. Yep. And uh, fucking the brother gets, gets shot, lit like, up like seven times. Yeah, and he's just and he's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, he's barely moving. And uh, the sister gets knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And she's like, you know, it's at like an angled roof. Yeah. So she's just kind of like slowly, slowly sliding. sliding. And it's a glass roof. Mm-hmm. Fucking Rake is in the gymnasium or you yeah. know, the, the, the workout center, mm-hmm. which is just below that glass and ceiling. He so he can see her. her. He is fucking dudes up with workout equipment. Yeah. <laughs> I made that joke that I when you know, the final fight is coming up mm-hmm. and the guy's like, you know, you want me fucking come get me. And I was like, dude, he'll take you on in a fucking gym any day, like any day of the week. He 
the you and I both went. Bow! Oh my god! He crushes a man with the leg press machine. Yeah, yeah. It was like he, it was all like you know up, and there's just a bunch of weight on it from when no one emptied it, and yeah. he just kicked out the safety bar and pushed someone in there, and it just, it just dropped and crushed him. And like, was there was no like six, seven hundred pounds. You know, oh, five I mean, or it was pounds. yeah, it was a loaded thing, a and there was no this guy didn't scream or nothing. It was like, Hook! yeah, he was dead. And it was like, oh, oh my god. god. Because the weight came down across like his shoulders slash mm-hmm. neck, you know, the top of the head. Yeah, we're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Dead as a doornail. And then that one motherfucker that he's got the, 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 um, the, what do you call that? The pull oh, down bar. Yeah. And he you wraps know? around his neck and then just lets, let's go, go, and go and he fucking gets, flings his ass. It probably broke his neck. Oh, you I'm know? sure <laughs> it did. Yeah. Um, but then he finally gets up on the roof and he jumps and like shoots the glass to break it to, and like, you know, lands on it, breaks it, grabs her and is able to kind of hold on and wrap his arm around the, the bar, the, the, the bar and the her. Frame. And but uh, the problem is he's holding him up with his bad arm, his bad arm. So he can't get a good lift, you know, and she's fully dead weight. She's still unconscious. Yeah, she's unconscious. And then, uh, the uncle comes up and he goes, oh, I'm going to enjoy killing you and shoots his hand real dramatic. Like, yeah. And then uh, Nick just... <laughs> yep, shoots the glass out from under mm-hmm. him. And he falls and grabs that. And she almost shoots him in the face, but her fucking gun jams. Jams, yeah, you and can see with the like, bullet. Shit. And yeah. so they swing her onto the gym. Into yeah. the gym. I like him, do you trust me? Yeah. She's like, should I, I not? not? And he just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> throws her in, and then he's able to get up. Yeah, and um, he and old Uncle Iroh, no, not Uncle Iroh, but uh, Uncle Mustafa get into a fist fight on the roof. And then he ends up... They hear the... Glass cracking from yeah. the, the glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. yeah. It's cracking, people. Yeah. Breaking. <laughs> it's breaking. Glass ceiling. We're breaking through. Break. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, and... Uh, the uncle falls and knocks himself out. Yeah. Of uh, You know, you can kind of tell it's like a Tyler, you know, step back and he's like, all right, if we keep doing it, we're yeah. going to fall on you. And the uncle's like, oh, you know, fell and broke, you know. Looks like damn near killed himself. Broke some almost. bones, yeah. yeah. And then uh, they all like, all right, let's get the roof. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get to that chopper. Yeah, let's make like a tree and, and leave. The huh? uncle does the the Undertaker thing yeah, where his eyes, eyes just peel pop. open. And then they get to the helicopter. They all rally on the roof. Yep, mm-hmm. to the helicopter. Homeboy's still shot up, just sitting there. And yeah. Tyler has to help him get in the helicopter. And he dies. He on dies. The chopper. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you and I were like. Bitch, you got to focus on what you're doing. She's trying to fly the helicopter. Nick yeah, is, she was is having a full emotional meltdown, which makes mm-hmm. sense. Her brother just died in gunfire. But you got to fly that chopper, baby. Right. Like, like yeah, you can't be in. having your eyes that close screaming and crying. Yeah. Now, granted, there's no traffic in the sky, but still. Still. There are buildings. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because they swooped down to get out of the to line of fire. Line of fire, yeah. Which was very smart. I like that a lot. I was like, <laughs> gas. One, two, three. Gas. gas. Um, What happened after that? They fucking go back to his cabin, mm-hmm. to Ulrich's cabin in the, in the woods, and uh, are just having some good old cabin time. Mm-hmm. And that's when his ex-wife rolls up. She's and uh, so, yeah, what it is, baby, long time no see. Uh, you, cut, you know, we're one son lighter, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, and they do have a nice heart to heart where he's like, I know you don't want to hear from me. She goes, you're like, right, I don't. Well, because he, he, she does let him say what he wants to say. You know, he's like, I know you don't want to hear from me, but like, I'm sorry that I wasn't there. And I'm sorry that you had to do it on your own. I should have been there, you know. And she's like, "You're right. I don't want to hear that." And she kind of presses them, like, you know, why weren't you there? And he's like, "Well, I got I got shipped out to Afghanistan. I, they needed me in Caldera, you know." And she's basically like, "I'm not buying that shit. Mm-hmm. Why weren't you there, you know?" And he basically breaks down a little bit and is like, "I couldn't fucking fix it. Like there was 
There, what, me you know, being there, I couldn't. I couldn't stop do anything. Him, you know? He's 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 the guy that you call when you need something when done. Something needs fixed, and he couldn't save his own kid. You know, so he couldn't stand to to watch him. So he uh, so he left. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know he kind of has a heart to heart with the the son earlier, of like you know the last thing my son saw was me me leaving me leaving, you know, and uh, yeah, the wife's kind of like ex wife's like all right, well. I appreciate you t- sharing that with me, you know. But then she does tell him, like... At the end, yeah. You know, listen, you're... Oh, yeah, that was later on. So yeah. I, I, I guess I'll wait for that part. And so the fucking uncle calls up on the sat phone and is like, all right, motherfucker, it's you and me. I want a face-off, you know. And he's like, you know, you wanted me for uh, a negotiation? And Rake's like, oh, I'll be there, but there's no negotiating. Yeah, Beep. Yeah, I was like, it's going to be a fucking street fight. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what is it, the scene from The Office? Because, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, but you want a street fight with me. I'm the fucking lizard king. I'm the king. fucking lizard king. You don't even know my real name. Yeah, you don't even know my real name. What I'm the, fuck? the fucking Who lizard king. Who is this king. guy? You limp, what do you call him? You limp penis debutante? Or you, yeah, you limp, limp, limp pe- member? I don't remember what the phrase is. It was a limp not, dick because he had, in the whole He says is, limp dick, but I don't think he says limp dick because of TV. Yeah. Limp dick. Debutante. Debutante. Yeah. You want to start a street fight with me? You don't even know my name. I'm the, I'm the fucking, fucking lizard king. king. <laughs> He's just looking at the phone. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah. So, Rake just starts fucking strapping up. Yeah, and pulls and up. Pulls I mean, up. real quick, there was no dramatic effect on it. Like, no yeah. suit up. It was, he yeah. grabbed a couple guns. Like, yeah, you see him grabbing a couple cases. And everything that you see, he uses, he uses like, pretty yeah. quick on it. Yeah, and Nikki's like, yeah. Yo, don't fucking do this alone. And he's like, I'm going deuces. And leaves her in the off. dust. And fucking just opens up in the way you should. Mm-hmm. Opens up with the grenade launcher. Yep. And just starts destroying vehicles, which is good. good. You can't can't get out now. No You're escape. Stuck here. And uh yeah, he he's <laughs> he reloads that sucker like fuck, two, like uh, yeah, twice. A couple I of think. times, yeah. Throw some smoke boom. too. Yeah. Pop some smoke grenades. I did like pop that. Pop smoke, pop smoke. Gun smoke, gun smoke. <laughs> R.I.P. Pop smoke. Yep. Anyways, it, it basically it climaxes hmm? like I did in the church. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> not in the, ch- the church not, is a good word. Not in the church. The Church of the Whelmed? We got to start something going on. Yeah. We got to get out of we these taxes. Get, yeah. I can't handle <laughs> I like that. I like that first of all. We act like this podcast just has a massive tax burden uh-huh. as, a, as a small business, uh-huh. which it's not. Uh-huh. It is still in the hobby stage, thank God, because I don't like taxes. Uh-uh. <laughs> IRS, if you're listening. That's a joke. Yeah. Anyways, the fucking, yeah, it ends in the church. The fucking uncle has just strapped his his nephew up with a suicide vest. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, the uncle is the one holding the fucking the detonator the switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rake's like, shit. And Rake has been shot in the, the side. You yeah. and I both were like, nah. I'm oh. about to fucking yeah, kill this I guy Yeah, I made again. the joke. I was like, now watch. He's going to die again at the end, end of this one. And then, and then he he's got gets a, shot. And we're like, uh, a, a bleeding side wound. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Ooh, oh, fuck. That's not good. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, Something bad's about to happen. I just saw. Uh, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a moment, I'm sure. Yeah. So, fucking, Yeah. The nephew, they're playing a head game with the son of like, you know, are you going to fucking shoot that guy or what? And he's like, I don't want to shoot that guy. 
And he's like, I don't think that's not like a question. It's you're yeah, gonna shoot you this guy. Do it, and then he's like, I really don't want to. And he's like, you're fucking disappointing. And uh, Rake's about to get shot in the head by the uncle. Fucking Nikki rolls up. Uncle grabs the nephew and is holding him hostage. Mm-hmm. And, and Nikki is able to grab the dead man switch. Nah, or uh-uh. no, the 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 nephew the, does. Yeah, you know, uh, Rake kind of gives him like a now, you know, mm-hmm. and he grabs the thing. They all push him away. And it turns into a... He shoots Nikki a couple of times. Once in the fucking, like, chest. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, oh, she's done. She's done. But... Not not so. Mm-mm. She was laying on the ground sucking blood, though. She was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not good. She is not doing hot. Somebody she's, fucking... Uh, <laughs> somebody get a straw in her ribs. She ain't breathing uh-huh. right. And... Uh, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> Somebody get a straw on her ribs. I've seen it on medical shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he and Rake just, it breaks down into a fucking fist fight. Mm-hmm. I did want to point out this, there's like <clears throat> a weird combination of action where it's like John Wick-esque in like the choreography of it all. Sure. Um, mostly in some of the gunfighting, mm-hmm. but I do think it's got some good, like better hand-to-hand combat, I would say. Sure. I think John Wick focuses too much on, not too much, but to compare the two, John Wick focuses more on like highly choreographed of like, this looks like a dance. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is like, they're fighting for their lives. Yeah. It's it's, it's brutal fighting. Um, And then oddly enough, like the Bourne movies where you're just using the environment to your, your aid Mm -hmm. where like whatever weapon is on the ground, whether it be a hammer or a chain or a box of nails or the wall, Mm -hmm. you know, throwing each other around. Either way, uncle and he are beating the fuck out of each other. And it's at a point where like either one of them is going to die here, (laughs) you know, and fucking the uncle's crawling for a pistol and Rake is like <laughs> grabs a basically a big nail, just a yeah, a fucking spike. Or, yeah, it looks you know, like, like a, a railroad spike mm-hmm. almost, and kind of just climbs his way up the uncle's back <laughs> by just stabbing him in the calf, pulling himself forward, stabbing himself in the you know stabbing him in the thigh, pulling himself forward, stabbing him in the spine, in the middle of the back, pulling himself up, and then just flipping the guy over, stabs him in the stabs shoulder, him in the, the yeah, like next to the mm-hmm. neck, and you know, kind of like okay, that's probably gonna be the wound that'll kill him. But they're both laying there. Laying there tired, you know, dying. And uh, Rake gets the gun from him and kind of is just laying there holding the gun. You know, the uncle's like, I'll never stop. And before you can even get the pee out, Rake just <laughs> pop, shoots him in the side of the head. And it's like, there you go. There Sorted, you, go. you know. And uh, the fucking feds, the, the police roll up mm-hmm. and uh, save them. Uh, you know, Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, well. Sends them to jail. They were both going to lay there and die. Yeah, that's true. You know, so they did save them. And you know they get the bomb vest off the nephew. Mm-hmm. And well, they, he he took he the he, kid put took the bomb vest off of himself. He was able to figure it out. Yeah, and so they uh, Nikki is in jail in like one country, <laughs> and then she was in jail in Austria, I think. Yeah, but then Rake was in jail somewhere else. Was it in like was it in India? I don't think so. No, I can't remember. Either way. He gets a visit from his wife, well, his ex-wife, and that's when she gives him the the nice, like, Yeah, and she tells him that, you know, your son never remembered you as walking out. He always remembered you. You know, he said he wanted to grow up and be brave Brave just like you. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, like, sad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she does, she says something to the effect of, like, you know, you know, his last memory of you wasn't you walking away. It was you going to go save people. 
And then she tells him, like, he was brave at the end, you know? And he, he said he wanted to be brave like his dad. And I was like, that's heavy, mm. <laughs> you know? And then she just kind of like... Goodbye. Deuces. And I did like that Rake tells her, thank you. He mm-hmm. goes, I never told you thank you for being there for him mm-hmm. and doing what I couldn't. And it's like, I did think that was some good closure of like, I don't, those two are never going to be an item. Right, yeah, we're not trying to pick back up where we left thing. off, but... These are things that we both needed to hear mm-hmm. and be told, mm-hmm. you know. And very adult yeah. of, you know, that shit broke us apart. We can't be together anymore, but thank you for being there for our son. And uh, and fucking Idris Elba's men pull Rake out of prison. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's like, all right, well, you weren't supposed to fucking get caught. And he's like, shit happens. Yes. I think he actually says shit, yeah, happens. shit happens. And he's like, what if I told you I could get you out? And he's like, all right, how would we do that? And he's like, well. We got one more job. I got a job. I got a job for you, <laughs> doing it. How you feel about fishing, bro? Huh? Ah? Eh? Yeah. Yo. And uh, he fucking, he's like, well, I'm not working without my team. And he's like, I thought you might say that. You know? I thought you might say that, Governor, so I got it here. And so then Nikki hops out, and he and, uh, you know, Rake and Nikki kind of shoot like a, all right, well, fuck. Back at it. I guess we're doing this one more time, you know? Let's try this one, one more, more time. time. And then it's just fucking, you know, cut to credits, you know? And so you're like, all right, Extraction 3 feels more... I feel like it'll probably be more connected. Yeah. Uh, which I'm fine with. I mean, uh, the jobs don't have to connect at all, but, no, like, but we the, understand, like, why they're doing this job is to get out. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know how I feel about... I mean, obviously, you know, judging it away from the beginning... I liked that this mission was more personal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I feel about a mission of selfishness. I think the next one should be, he's done. Yeah. He's able sure. to get out and he's done. Let yeah. him be done. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Cause I don't yeah, think it's, I don't yeah, think don't it's a John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I don't think it's a John Wick of, you know, now I did say if they killed him at the end of this, they mention a couple of jobs that we didn't see, obviously. Yeah. So and one was like, past. yeah. And one was like getting a reporter out of the Congo. I'm like, Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but so I do think there's potential there of like, I'd be fine with making this a franchise. Yeah. Um, this one didn't tire me. You know, I think the third one will be the true test because like I, I've talked about it before. John Wick 3 did kind of run along for yeah. me. But this also was only two hours like on the nose. Yeah, it was like two hours and 35 seconds or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, perfect. I got shit. Do you? Let's keep moving. All right. <laughs> that's all I got about Extraction. Yeah, that's all I had. All right. Yeah, I thought it was a yeah, good movie. Good movie. I'll definitely yeah, give watch it a watch it. again. Yeah. In the future, I could see myself being like my day off. I'm like, oh, I'll throw that on. You win this one, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, what you been thinking about this week? I think what you meant to say is welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So I'm actually going to be pulling up. Let me see, it's too dark. Pull up. Pull up, skirt. Um, so I wanted to talk about the Thunderbirds. In northern yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had no idea Some about Native them. American lore to them. Yeah, so the Thunderbirds have been described as massive avian raptors by the, is it the Menamon, Menamine? Could, I'm not Menamon sure. tribe? Uh, the native story tells of a great mountain that floats in the western sky where the Thunderbirds gather. These giant birds are also one of the more, more applauded cryptids and monsters yeah. um, <clears throat> because according to the legends... Uh, it says that these birds were the enemies of the great horned snakes and they would prevent the snakes from uh, overrunning the earth and devouring mankind. Appreciate their presence. Yeah, appreciate that, cuz. 
according to the Menomine folklore, strong evidence shows that these creatures no longer exist. But fossils records say massive bird were a uh, massive bird-like creatures were likely to reside in the North America during the early periods of human history. Yeah. So I mean, you know, this may not be uh, <clears throat> necessarily a crypt per se of like. What what is it? There's the Tas is it the Tasmanian tiger? Yeah, that, that they recently just found a picture of that somebody took and was like, "What is this?" And they were yeah. like, "That's a this Tasmanian tiger." This is yeah, a Tasmanian tiger. Which yeah, because the last Tasmanian tiger photo was like in 1920, I think. Yeah, and so yeah, they're super like super early, you know. Oh my god! Like the fact that these might still exist. Yeah. Um. So the, I kind of look with the Thunderbirds more like maybe that, just more these like that. Yeah. Huge. I mean, I'm curious. Let me see. Because I want to talk more about the folklore. Let me see about how a, big... A, it could be a big fish case, right? Right. Of very large birds, right? That, you know, I mean, figure a bald eagle's fucking nest is humongous. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it could be a, you know, yeah, I saw a bird this fucking big. You know, and the story keeps getting bigger and bigger. That bird picked a whole man up, mm-hmm. you know? It says it looks like... That doesn't seem right. Hold on, I keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, I mean, that does happen a lot, though. If, like, there's probably some truth to it, um, you know, where, like I said, it was a large bird of some sort mm-hmm. um, that then got blown out of proportion or got mixed up, mixed into their um, their religion, their myths, and things like that. And in myth, it's a much larger bird than the real bird that inspired it, but that real bird still existed. Right. You know? And I also do wonder a lot about, like, dragons and things like that. Um I mean, they do exist. I mean, dragons do exist. We have the kimono dragon. They're just well, a lizard. Yeah, but not about like by the naming. But I mean, like in ancient history, you know, dragons popped up a lot mm-hmm. in in several different cultures, myths. And I think a lot of that has to do with finding dinosaur bones and then wanting to explain what this was. Yeah. Um, I mean, you figure my wife and I, Morgan, we went to a, a museum in San Diego that was all about myths in history, mm-hmm. and they talked about. Uh, giants and cyclops and they showed a mastodon skull and where the trunk comes out Mm -hmm. looks like one big eye socket and that's where the inspiration for a cyclops most likely came from Mm -hmm. was they found these skulls and went well that looks an awful lot like like a one eyed giant I got your one eyed giant right here (laughs) did I knock that (laughs) off but it doesn't say the the first place it looked it said like they can get up to 80 feet is the wingspan Uh which I mean that's that's That's, a big fucking bird yeah. Um, so I mean, imagine something like that just lurking. I mean, the the standard ceiling, the floor is what ten feet, mm-hmm. twelve feet, roughly, give or take. Like that. So eight of those, eight of those, that thing can just pick that's you up massive. with. Yeah, yeah. it's a humongous. Yeah, that's picking up a car. Humongous, huge mungus. Um, but I mean, yeah, that would be cool to see those things. Now, would I want them to still be alive? No, no. I'm but glad we killed them. Also, it just I'm kind of getting into more of like the things that have existed. Yeah. You know, where they're like, oh, there's more. And I know you like those too, where there's yeah. more evidence behind them where you can go like, okay, yeah, that's probably real. Yeah. You know, there's wherever there's smoke, there's fire, right? right. There's got to be something behind that. So just like that, I, I, I'm fairly certain it's the Tasmanian uh, tiger. tiger. Could be. But yeah, they someone took a picture of it out in the mountains and like sent it in, like what kind of animal is this? Yeah. And they're like, that's an extinct And you figure, animal. I think there was a shark that we just rediscovered mm-hmm. where we were like, oh man, we didn't know that those were still yeah. around. You know, it was the smaller sharks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say they weren't like big. Yeah, they weren't like a megalodon. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing like that. I do, I'm a big hard believer that the me- there's maybe a megalodon still out there. I don't. 
I don't believe in the Megalodon only because of their size versus what they would have to consume to stay alive. And then you don't propagate. believe the Megalodon exists or is no, no, no. still exists? I don't think it still exists. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I hate to... No, no, no. I know <laughs> it existed. No, I know it existed. I don't okay. think it would have survived to today only because of the size of sure, its food. Sure, sure. Um, like, it's the same reason why crocodiles shrunk. You know, all of the creatures that were alive back then mm-hmm. got smaller. That's where we got a great white shark many, from. How many th- variations of, like, how many megalodons do you think existed at once total? Because uh, they are hum- humongous. I mean, they can't. Yeah. You know, there can't be, like, a pack of, like, 80, yeah. right? Because that's going to fill up way too much space. Yeah, and I think I remember that the main theory of, like, why everything was so big back then versus now was the oxygen content in the air. Was more was higher, okay. so it allowed for larger creatures. Okay, and you know, as time went on, you know, the fires and things like that, oxygen went down, and now you've got smaller mammals, mm-hmm. and, and that's why reptiles went away. Imagine what if we were huge, like so much bigger. Yeah, that'd be something crazy that'd to think about. Yeah. Like we look just my pants, you know, tree <laughs> trees look like grass. Yeah, like that'd be something. That'd be bananas. We wouldn't fit on the planet. Mm-mm. There'd be too many of us. Yeah, we'd have to move. Shit, we already might. Shit. Man, well, you know. Some say that it's too late to turn back. What else you been thinking about, Chris? Uh, I went to a Steve Lacey concert. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know too many Steve Lacey songs, but mm-hmm. uh, a buddy offered you know, if I wanted to go with him. And of course, I, you know, I said, yeah, because he always showed me new stuff. And actually, it's the guy. It will. It's our yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was hot. Yeah. It was like halfway through it, we were... Oh, like temperature-wise. Yeah, it was... Hot, like it was very uh, warm. maybe halfway through because we we're under like some severe weather advisory for like tornadoes and yeah. rain and it just didn't do any of that but it's just that hot that hot pressure sun yeah. and uh like halfway through it i mean i'm just Ooh. and my buddy <laughs> will looked over at me and was like are you okay you good and i just i i said yeah but i mean i know i was not good and i was yeah. just like eventually like you know <clears throat> the Openers walked off the stage and they're like, oh, we're going to take a quick little break here because they're checking for the weather. And so, yeah. like, so why don't you go ahead and take a look at all the, you know, trucks and stuff. And so we're yeah. like, well, let's go crash on the like eat. Trucks. Oh, yeah. They, cool. They had Mikey's Late Night Slice there. They had Dirty Franks there. They had yeah. a bunch of stuff there. They had shawarma there. Oh, did you get shawarma? I didn't get anything. It was way too hot to eat anything. Yeah. I was like, did you drink water? I did. Good. I also got free Rockstar Energy Drink vouchers. So, I mean, I got two of them and I think. Well, free hydration, baby. Because yeah. I, I guess that was the whole thing is they're supposed to hydrate you and be better for you than right. just an energy drink. Sure. Air quotes, yeah. Um, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Yeah. But then... Unless they want to be. Yeah, look into it. We'll have our people get in touch with your people. But... Um, <laughs> it's me. I'm our people. <laughs> yeah, you are our people. <laughs> but no, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was hot. I thought I was going to pass out for a little bit, but I missed going to concerts, so... Yeah. I'd like to keep trying to do that maybe this year. Yeah. What about you? What have you been thinking about, maybe? I've been thinking about a game called Asanzo. Yeah. As well as my Steam Deck in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Your Steam what? Steam Deck. Gotcha. Suck my deck. Because hmm? uh, I just found out The Long Dark works on my Steam Deck. You're telling so me. So I've been playing that in like in bed. It's not going down. Just Imagine playing that for a little while. Imagine modded where we could both play. We <laughs> Cut it out. I did tell you that workshop mods work on the Steam mm-hmm. Deck, didn't I? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'll have to get some mods. That's why I'm saying, like, anyway. imagine getting a mod where we can still both play Long Dark together. Have you been playing with the new update? Yeah. Yeah, I've been doing some cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, How's that treating you? Like that. Uh, I, I put it on a pretty peaceful, because I was like, I want to be able to actually, like... Voyager? Not that one. The one above it? One above it, I think. Pilgrim? Yeah. 
Is that the standard difficulty? Pilgrim is, yeah. So then it must be Voyager, maybe. Yeah, Voyager is the first one, which is the easiest, which, I mean, I think it makes it so, like, wolves won't attack you, bears. Unless you... Unless you provoke. Them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I did do that one, because I was like... Also, with the intent of playing it on the Steam Deck, I was like, I don't know how... I'm going to do How it. it's going to control, yeah. you know, things like that. It doesn't control bad, either. Um, I do find some of the fine, like, looking down to pick something up is kind of frustrating at times. Mm. Really, Smaller okay. screen. Yeah, really. Okay, I got to... And you're lining up with a joystick as opposed mm-hmm. to a mouse. It does have the trackpad that I've been using sure. at times for some of those more fine-tuned stuffs. But yeah, I've been doing the cooking, which is kind of cool. Um, I've got like a fucking skillet, and I'm just like... In the, in the kitchen. Whipping. Whipping. I've been chefing. Chefing. And yeah, I fucking... I found a prepper stash. The first time I've ever found a prepper stash oh, fuck. in the game. And I was like, yo! Guys. Yeah, but pretty cool. Uh, Asanzo is pretty cool. World War One, uh, Italian Front, first person shooter. Yeah, we've been playing that. We'll tear it up. Yeah, and we're not bad at the game. Huh? Like we'll both be on the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, but yeah, check us out. I do wish it had a little bit of a bigger player base though. Uh, where like we'll go to find a game and it's like, well, here's one of four matches you can join, and all but one of them have max three players. players in it. No, no, no. <laughs> Only one will have like max oh. players in it. <laughs> And it's like, well, that's the one we're going to try and join. No. So otherwise, there's no right. point. Yeah, there's no players uh, in there. And so it does make me wonder. This well, is an older game, ain't it? No, this is the most recent of the three. Uh, so there was this one. There was um, Tannenberg, which is the Eastern Front, mm-hmm. which is Russia. And then the first one was Verdun, which is the Western Front. Apparently, Verdun is the is where it's at as far as player base. So mm-hmm. we might have to pick that up and check that out. Hmm. It's older, but yeah. it doesn't look like it's visually... Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like, Jesus, you know, I'm playing right. Call, you know, Call of Duty 2, you know. No, I think it's a good-looking game, yeah. especially for what it is. Yeah, and so, like, Verdun came out in 2015, I think, but looking at the comments and things like that, looks like that's where everybody's playing still. Mm. And looking at some of the photos and stuff, I do think that Verdun feels more, this is World War One. You know, you don't think of the Swiss Alps, you think, yeah. or the Italian Alps, you think of mud and blood, Yeah, you know. And that's what Verdun was, you know, and so that's kind of... Maybe we'll have to give Verdun a look. Yeah. Playing the French in, in hell on earth. That'd be pretty dope, but... Uh, you got anything else you were thinking about? That's all. All right, I know you're holding back a, a brown demon over there. <laughs> Prairie dog. And so, uh, again, we want to thank you guys so much for your attention and support. If you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure to give a great review. Tell your friends about it. Share us on social media. I have figured out... Uh, the best way for us to get YouTube videos out. Yeah, we've been posting it up on there. It's just slow going. It doesn't let me post several at once. I say I'll get emails of just like randomly throughout the throughout day. The where day. I've, yeah, so keep an eye on that if you want to listen to it. Uh, it is through um, rss.com, which is how we host this uh, podcast. So there is a watermark in the corner. It's mm-hmm. not a sponsor or anything. That's just part of the deal. Yeah, part um, of the gig. Yeah, but it is nice. Uh, it kind of solves the issue of... Makes it easier access for you guys. Mm-hmm, and easier for us to, to open that venue up to. Um, so, Chris, if people wanted to you know, drop us a like and get involved, mm-hmm. how would they do that? You can always take a look at like our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, which is the Simply Whelmed podcast. You can take a look at our Twitter handle, which is whelmed underscore simply. Um, or, as always, you can leave us an email, send us you know your devotion. If you have a good cryptid, uh, you know, if you want advice on like how to change a tire or yeah. love advice, yeah. you know, yeah. you're talking to the right people. Yeah. I mean, financial advice. We'll do your taxes for you. <laughs> just open up a Dear Anna column, yeah. you know. <laughs> a confession. Yeah. People just write in and ask their, our, our insight on yeah. their interpersonal <laughs> lives. 
But uh, yeah, nineteen F. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reddit thing. Just am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah. But you can definitely uh, you know shoot us an email at simplywhelmedmailbag at gmail dot com. That's right. Uh, next week is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yeah. I'm not hearing great things. No, no, which no. Has me which really makes me upset. very, very sad. Yeah, I'm I hoping love it's Indiana wrong because we heard really good things about the Flash going into it, mm-hmm. and then it was not good. So, so hopefully, maybe. maybe this is the flip. Maybe we'll be like, "What are they talking about? Yeah. This is gas." Yeah, especially for as like as emotional and into it as poor Harrison Ford seems. I'm hoping it's of it being the last. Yeah, he's like, I'm so fucking proud of this movie. He's I'm getting like, old. Oh yeah, he's in his 80s. He's, I think he's he'll a, die. He yeah. I think. If Mark Hamill died before him, I'd be like, yo, I'd be what? shocked. Yeah. Because Mark, yeah, Mark Hamill's the youngest one out of all of them, ain't he? If he isn't, then it was Carrie. But Carrie lived a much harder life. So, uh, that's the end of the show, Chris. Bye. Bye.